Hello there. This is Jolie Bindo from the Hollow Chronicles of a Jedi podcast. You're listening to the Old Republic podcast. Please like and subscribe on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Leave a five-star rating review, and Brian and Cassia will feature it on the pod. Now, enjoy the show, and may the Force be with you, always. We are the Old Republic Podcast. Spoiler alert for everything Star Wars under the Twin Suns. The question is what choice? Rebellions are built on hope. Make ten men feel like a hundred. I'm one with the Force, the Force is with me. Alright everyone, welcome back to the Old Republic Podcast Travelogues. Uh, last we left you, we were just headed out uh, from Narshada. Uh, we'd done some done some business there, we'd uh, gotten some leads on some of the missing Jedi, and we we're on our way to our next location, uh, which is Onderon. So uh, we have that set into the Nava computer, we are ready to go, but uh, uh-oh, there is a stranger on board. Uh, looks like she might want to kill our protagonist. Uh, not a good look, not a good look, Cassia. No, and Kreia's not happy about uh, the intruder either, and who is it but the one and only uh, Visas Mar? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Visas Mar has uh, has come on board. Uh, I guess she detected uh, kind of a schism in the Force and needed to uh, go and investigate that. Uh, so says her uh, master, Darth Nihilus, go check that out. And that led her uh, on board the Ebon Hawk. So when we get back uh, ready to leave Narshada, uh, she is there. And we uh, do a little bit of battling. Uh, but, you know, uh, we... Uh, we, we let it slide uh you know we don't uh, we don't end her life which which she you know she asks uh Surik to do uh spares her and uh you know, mar you know holds that kind of in in high esteem right she she really respects that decision and decides she wants to uh switch allegiances to join the team and to help us on our way yeah i love that there's no option to kill visas mar because I don't know. I it would have been a waste because she's such an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is an interesting character, and she has a really interesting story, which is kind of one of the themes uh, for Knights of the Old Republic too. Is that all of these characters um, have a really um, kind of interesting backstory you can dive into. So, uh, who is Visas Mar? Visas Mar is a Mira Lucan uh, who come from the Mid Rim system of Qatar. Um, and, uh, w- what do we know about that? So, uh, basically, um, uh, Atris is, uh, is the one to blame for all of this. All of this bad news, maybe of KOTOR 2, maybe Atris is to blame. So, uh, a little bit of history here is after the Great Jedi Purge, Atris held a conclave in Qatar. Um, kind of to, to get the Jedi back together, but mostly to rile up the Sith Triumvirate and draw them out of hiding. Uh, and sometimes if you try to agitate the Sith Triumvirate and draw them out of hiding, they come out of hiding uh, and kill everyone on Qatar, except for Visa Smar, uh, who becomes then Darth Nihilus's apprentice. So uh, bad, bad news, bad idea, Adris. Yeah, and there's an old comic in the old legends that is very fascinating to see that kind of tells that story and it is brutal um and it just kind of goes to show like uh visus like kind of had everything taken away from her like it's just black and white like Mm -hmm. there was nothing left 
Yeah, very much so. We and we talked a little bit about kind of in that uh, that Kotor two, I love you, uh, sort of thing, where we were talking about kind of the different re- relationships in Kotor two. Um, so I think that it is it really speaks leaps and bounds when you have kind of that backstory that you know ba- basically she was turned to the dark side because of you know kind of the actions of the Jedi that she's able to you know kind of see the the potential greatness and the potential for for peace and restoring the galaxy within uh Mitra Surik uh here at this confrontation and you know switch allegiances and ultimately you know kind of lead us back to uh Darth Nihilus you know later in our our journey which we'll talk about at one of these travel logs um at some point but I think that it it speaks really highly of you know kind of kind of the respect and kind of the admiration that Mitra Surik is you know gaining throughout the galaxy as we're going uh through here on our travel logs yeah and it's an interesting uh travel log and i don't know it's kind of interesting that we're going to a location that kind of has two for one yeah, exactly. So, um, as I mentioned, we are on our way to Onderon, uh, but sometimes uh, when you get to your destination, uh, you're going to run into some trouble. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of a, a firefight, a little bit of a skirmish. Um, Onderon has like uh, kind of like it's, I don't know, there's like a blockade kind of on the outside of it. And long story short is we are going to have to crash land onto Duxon. Uh, Duxon is a moon of Onderon, a.k.a. the demon moon. Um, and... Yeah, I, it's it's a scary place. It's it's fraught with danger and it's filled with Mandalorians. Yep, lots of Mandalorians there, which means <laughs> we're going to meet another character who might be returning character from the first Kotor. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we we crash land there and we make our way uh, eventually into a Mandalorian camp and we are uh, led to the leader of the Mandalorians, Mandalore the Preserver. Uh, Cassia, who is Mandalore the Preserver? Mandalore the Preserver is a Mandalorian in shining uh, silver armor, and uh, it's the one and only Candorous Ordo. Yeah, that's right. Candorous Ordo is leading uh, the Mandalorians here at this camp. Um, and, you know, we, we spent a lot of time with Candorous in the first nights of the Old Republic uh, game, so it's kind of interesting that we are uh, getting, I guess, not technically reunited because uh, these are new characters uh, that's there, but it's it's interesting that his story arc carried him, you know, back to the people of uh, Mandalore um, to lead them as, you know, kind of as Mandalore, Mandalore the Preservers. So uh, we get some kind of fun interactions uh, there with them. We learn a lot about um, the Mandalorian uh, culture and kind of the way that they're doing things, how they ended up on uh, Duxin in the first place as they're, you know, kind of scattered to the wind after the aftermath of, uh, you know, the wars that have been been going on. But I think that it's fun to to reunite with, with Candorous. And luckily, Candorous uh, is a pretty nice guy and offers to help uh, get us off of Duxin and uh, down to Onderon, which is, you know, where we were uh, first meant to be going in the first place. But uh, Cassie, let's talk about Duxin a little bit. Um, you know, it's it's kind of this uh, forest thing. There's a bunch of scary animals there, kind of kind of reminiscent of uh, Kashik if you if you think about it uh, yeah. that way. But are there kind of interesting uh, story bits or things that you uh, like uh, when it comes to Duxin or uh, things that you like to explore or anything like that? Um, it's just interesting to see the Mandalorian camp for sure. Uh, and it's interesting to see how far Candorous's character has come, like being Mandalore the Preserver. You get to see like 
I guess more of the caring side. Uh, he's not just like, let's do steroids and like take over things, you know, like, <laughs> uh, he's more, uh, caring about his people. And also this is the planet or I guess moon where you learn, um, the, the ability beast control. Mm, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I think that it's, um, you know, it's pretty interesting, um, you know, meeting Candorous because any other Mandalore probably uh, would have taken one look at you and said, hey, uh, you're that person from the war we've been fighting all this time. Uh, not going to help you out uh, and probably much worse than that. So, uh, yeah, so it's it's <laughs> luck was on our side that Candorous uh, ascended to the, the role of Mandalore here. And yeah, I'm with you. I think that the most interesting part of uh, Duxon. Uh, for me, is just kind of exploring the the Mandalorian encampment. You're learning kind of about uh, their way of life, their way of, you know, doing battle and how they suss out who are the best of the Mandalorians. There's kind of some fun different little, like, side missions that you can go on where you're, you know, trying to break into, like, like weapons depots, and one of the Mandalorians is, like, lost and stranded. You have to go uh, kind of help them. So I think that there's a lot of really fun kind of little story beats that you can kind of you can kind of glean from from ducks and that revolve around you know exploring and learning more about the mandalorian culture and i think that uh that is pretty fun stuff yeah and i mean could they have predicted the mandalorian show and like just like there's a whole rich culture of mandalorians you know uh mm -hmm. but this is a we get another part of the roots you know uh where the jedi kind of struggled the mandalorians kind of struggled but they're still here you know exactly yeah um uh for sure they are still there they're trying to get their uh their group kind of kind of back together and lick their wounds i guess so to speak after um after the fallout from uh you know the all of the fighting in uh, malachor 5 and you know everyone having to to kind of you know, flee and do their best to protect themselves uh, within the galaxy. So I think that that's pretty interesting. Um, and yeah, luckily for us and the team, Candorous is Mandalore the Preserver. He offers to give us a ride uh, down to Onderon because apparently uh, he needs to go to Onderon too, uh, has some uh, business to do down there. So he's going to uh, accompany us down there. He can get us through the blockade, which is always good. And we are on our way to Onderon and its capital city of Isis. Um, have we ever seen Onderon or Isis? us before um yes. it's uh, kind of the, it's kind of this jungle planet um and then isis is this big um walled city which is which is awesome but where have, have we seen it before cassia yes we have in the tales of the jedi comics and in clone wars season five in the in the arc where anakin and ahsoka train the rebels uh on Onderon, and that's actually saw guerrera's uh intro to uh canon as well yeah absolutely um yeah made its uh, appearance there in tales of the jedi and then yeah very important um kind of now especially um as we're watching andor and we're um learning more about sagrera so yeah this is where sagrera is from and that's a, a really great kind of arc of clone wars if you want to get more of the feeling for um you know isis the you know wander on the planet the people uh there uh that's uh, pretty pretty fun stuff, I think. And uh, like I said, how do we get there? Uh, we were trying to go there the whole time, uh, but 
Candorus flies us down in the shuttle. Uh, he's going to uh, tag along there um, as we are we're going through. And I think that the Sonderon Isis thing is is really kind of kind of interesting because you land I don't know kind of in this like open air market landing zone uh, kind of thing. Um, and then it, it's like border patrol, right? If you want to get into Isis, you need this pass to go in and you need that same pass to get back out of there, um, which I think is really interesting. But we have some work to do um, in Onderon uh, slash Isis. We need to find Jedi Master uh, there because word on the street is that Jedi Master Kavar is there and we need to go find him. Yeah, Kavar is probably my favorite of the Jedi Masters. Uh, he just seems like the most open and i guess from a superficial point of view he's also a bit handsome so yeah okay <laughs> yeah there you go uh if you're if you're going to be out uh you know getting the scattered uh jedi masters i guess kavar uh, you could do a lot worse than than him and we do find him and there's like i said there's a lot of really interesting stuff going on um within isis um you know i mentioned kind of the um, you know, kind of this border control sort of system that they have going on, and that's been implemented a lot because there's kind of this political schism uh, going on uh, within the walls of ISIS, right? You've got Queen Talia there, who's kind of on one side of this political leaning. Uh, you've got General Vaklu, uh, who is there, who's kind of on the opposite side of this uh, political leaning, and it's it's kind of coming to a head where the people of Onderon are deciding if they want to stay in the Republic or not. What has the Republic ever done for the people of Onderon, uh, you might ask? So that's kind of where where the, the people of Onderon are. Um, everyone's kind of fractured uh, down the middle, and I think that that that's pretty interesting because we don't get a lot of the political intrigue, but we definitely get some uh, here in Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, it's fun to kind of get some politics where there are different partisan sides and you can side with one side or the other. Uh, and it's kind of like light side, dark side as well. Uh, but it's more complex than black and white, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, we're here to find Jedi Master uh, Kavar. Um, uh, Jedi Master Kavar has uh, basically taken the side of Queen Talia. Um, Candorus, you know, Mandalore, the Preserver, has, um, you know, kind of on the side of General Vaklu. Um, so you get some kind of kind of interplay there as, you know... Uh, Mandalore is, uh, you know, kind of learning learning the truth about kind of what's going on. And, uh, you know, there's some uh, really fun stuff. But are there any kind of side stories or, um, you know, missions or kind of things, story beats from Isis that you find particularly interesting, Cassia? Um, it was cool to kind of visit a location that... I'd only kind of heard about from the Tales of the Jedi comics. Um, so I don't know if I really remember, like, uh, any side quests, but the main quest is really cool, and Queen Talia is a cool queen. Uh, kind of reminds me of the political situation on Naboo, you know, in The Phantom Menace. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what I kind of like. What about you? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, all the political stuff I think is super interesting, and uh, kind of the way that you ultimately find Jedi Master Kavar is uh, you're you have to do like this investigation because uh, one of one of your contacts has been uh, falsely imprisoned, so you get to do kind of this like investigation uh, sort of segments and try to 
uh, try to piece this stuff together, and it all revolves around the Isis Cantina, which is the best cantina around. It has the best tunes, uh, which you hear every time you listen to the podcast, because that's the uh, the uh, outro music is the uh, Isis Cantina tune that we have uh, going on there. So I, I like that stuff. I like... Um, like I said, I like kind of this political intrigue, you know, uh, political prisoners and, uh, you know, kind of this this fractured city and everyone's kind of on one side or the other. And you have this, you know, crazy strict uh, border policy and people are trying to buy and sell their way off of this planet, basically, because it's under like a complete lockdown. Um, I think that that, that is uh, just just really interesting and uh, kind of a neat, neat thing that um, kind of stands out for me in a way that, you know, some of the other uh, locations uh don't necessarily it feels more I, I don't know you get some kind of like like political intrigue kind of stuff like on Narshada but but somehow this it feels a little bit more like like personal like it's actually affecting the way that the story is going other than you're just kind of observing it um in a way if that makes any sense yeah and I always think uh it's a cool layer to the exile story that uh, we get to choose which way it goes. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so that's kind of the, kind of the nuts and bolts of what we've got going on here, um, in Andoran and, uh, the capital city here of Isis. Uh, we do, uh, eventually meet up with, uh, Jedi Master, uh, Kabar, who's, you know, going to go back and we're going to be reunited, uh, with him as we're going, you know, around all the different locations and, uh, trying to reassemble, uh, this team of Jedi, so to speak. But, uh, we're kind of on to, um, kind of the next section here of what we've been liking to do with these, um, you know, stories, these little travel blogs, because, you know, Knights of the Old Republic 2, we think of it a lot in terms of kind of like a novel of work, kind of like an academic uh, storybook. And we think that kind of the uh, the way that Knights of the Old Republic 2 is set up is kind of like this uh, the purgatory um, and atonement type of a story. So, uh, Cassia, let me ask you, um, what do you think about Duxon? Oh, what do you think about Onderon in terms of uh, Mitra Surix? Um, atonement and purgatory story. Uh, do you think there's any uh, themes there, anything that is representative of purgatory story? But uh, what do you think? Um, this is something I kind of just recently thought of, but like maybe the exile kind of like has to go through the Mandalorian Wars uh, in a microcosm again and take sides, you know? Mm. And all of the characters kind of take sides and you kind of have to figure out what's right. And maybe is there like truly a right answer, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So that's what I kind of thought, like, is like they kind of are reliving the past a little bit and kind of gathering more of the characters, the broken characters together. That's what I saw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we've we've done a couple of these now, and uh, the first couple we did, I, I saw a little bit more clearly um, in terms of what I thought um, they represented in, in terms of like this atonement uh, purgatory type story. But I think that this one, for me, it wasn't quite as clear cut, but I think that this is kind of a direct correlation with the second level of purgatory, which is envy. Um, not, not quite as clear cut, but I definitely, there's some good parallels here. So, um, the sin of envy is described as the grudging hatred upon another's good fortune. Um, and that seems to me, uh, basically like what's happening during a war, right? You're, you're begrudging the other side of these people, um, in a war. And, you know, we just so happen to be, 
uh, you know, through uh, kind of this blockade and this skirmish uh, sent down to the uh, the forest floor of Duxon and into the encampment of the Mandalorians, right? The same people that Mitra Surik was fighting against in the war. So I think that um, that is definitely something that ties into, you know, <laughs> grudging hatred uh, upon another's good fortune. So you're kind of, you know, face to face there. And I think there are kind of two other aspects. So um, if you're reading like uh, Dante's Inferno, so uh, two of the aspects of the uh, second level, um, which is envy, is, uh, you know, despite <laughs> despite the fact that you're uh, going through this, this stage of envy, you're hearing voices speaking of generosity um and i think that that is what mandalore the preserver is uh doing like his voice uh he's being generous uh, despite uh you know kind of this uh, atrociousness of war um and being at ahead with his own people you know he's still speaking uh generously of of you helping you out uh helping you you find uh transportation uh down and you know ultimately on your on your first or on your way to Onderon to you know kind of complete your your mission and then um the other one the other kind of aspect of this stage is that the the lost souls have their eyes closed and they're kind of blindly following and being taught to follow and i think that we see that kind of within uh the walled city of isis is that you know all the people there are you know kind of blindly choosing a side in this you know kind of political debate you're either with queen talia or you're with general vaklu um there's really kind of kind of no in between there's no uh listening to the other side the other political ideas so that's kind of what i see uh, here in the atonement uh, purgatory sort of section of this travelogue. Yeah, that's a good point that the exile was literally fighting against the Mandalorians and the Mandalorian Wars, but she gets on well with Candorus and Candorus ends up joining her party. Um, and like how that would impact her purgatory, her purgatory story, <laughs> you yeah. know. So there's always a lot to think about and maybe all of this wasn't really thought about necessarily in the writing, but um, mm -hmm. I think it becomes, it can become part of it, you know, like the interpretation. Yeah, exactly. When you're, when you're kind of thinking about a story that's, um, like you said, it's hard to say, like, in the writing room of KOTOR 2, you know, if they were really thinking about this this nuance or, you know, I, you know, they're just trying to tell a, tell a good story. But, you know, the things we can kind of glean from it and, um, you know, from the way that the characters are interacting and the story that's being told and the characters' backstories and the way that those uh, puzzle pieces, you know, kind of intertwine and uh, the way we can think about them uh, with our own heads and uh, on uh, podcasts like these, I think is uh, definitely uh, pretty fun for sure. So uh, good news is... Cassia, mission accomplished. We met a Jedi Master Kavar, which was what we were going to Onderon for in the first place. So, uh, did that. Uh, good job to us. We met a Mandalorian friend along the way. Uh, Visas Mar is on our side now. I think it's been a pretty successful trip to Onderon. Yeah, I forget just how many characters join your party uh, in this section, but I, I'm a fan of all of those characters, you know? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a fan of those characters. And we're going to be uh, picking up another character uh, on our next location, which is Dantooine. So we are going to uh, be plugging that into uh, T3's uh, mapping system. Uh, plugging him into the Yebenhawk, and uh, we're going to be on our way to the next destination. So uh, I don't know, Cassia, any any 
closing thoughts on on the city of Isis or um, anything else you want to throw out there? Um, if you can watch the the rebels ascending uh, section of Clone Wars season five on Disney Plus, it's a it's a really good arc. Uh, after you play through Kotor two, you know the Dugsin and Onderon section. Yeah, absolutely. Give that a watch. It is a it is a really good one. And uh, thanks so much for joining in on our KOTOR 2 uh, travel blogs. These have been a lot of fun to put together, and hopefully you'll tune in uh, for the next one when we uh, finally sit down in Dantooine. So uh, thanks so much for coming along with us, and may the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. Public podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, as well as everywhere else that Anchor Podcasts are distributed. Subscriptions, reviews, and shares help us out. And if you want to connect with the podcast on Twitter, we can be found at Old Republic Pod. And if you want to connect with me, I can be found on Instagram at Astro underscore Droid underscore. You can find us on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Older Public Podcast. Our intro and outro themes were composed by Dennis S. Mowers at dennissmowersmusic.com. This episode of the Older Public Podcast has been brought to you by Nikki Dog from Patreon. May the Force be with you. We will be back soon. Bye for now. <laughs>